think we've all done this. Pick somebody up from the airport and you kind of wonder, uh, when do I need to get there to pick that person up? And Daniel doesn't believe me on this. Good morning, 98.5 The Bull. But I say, first off, you check the status of the flight and you make sure it's on time. Or if it's not on time, you work that into your equation. Mm -hmm. But if it says it's going to land, here we're coming up on 6.30. If it's going to land at 6.30, add 40 minutes to it because that's how long it takes for... Once the wheels touch down at the Tulsa International Airport and you have to taxi to the gate and then they bring that big tunnel up or whatever and to get off the plane and then to maybe hit the restroom and to get your bags, if you're picking somebody up from the airport and their flight lands at 6.30 this morning in a few minutes, don't get there till 7.10. And Daniel thinks I'm exaggerating I think you're this. doing dad math. Uh, the That's Tulsa crazy. airport is a very small airport. It doesn't take you a long, long time to get through it and things like that. I don't think it takes 40 minutes to get through there. I think it takes, I believe that when the wheels touch down, they taxi over to the gate, and I believe they get people out of there pretty quickly. No, they don't. Have you ever been in the back of a plane? No, Tiger. I've terrible. never flown on a plane before. You sit on the plane. Sometimes I've been on a plane, Daniel. That literally, after it landed, I was on the plane longer than the flight took to get here. <laughs> I have had that happen, too. That, But that's the exception to the rule. Okay. I think you're crazy if you think it takes 40 minutes to navigate through the Tulsa airport after wheels touch down. All right, well. And do- you're saying it that like you know it for a fact, like you've put a bunch of study. You're, this is just pure speculation. All right, so you're picking up somebody. Uh, go out there at your own peril. I'm just telling you. If I got out there 40 minutes, he'd be sitting there for 20 minutes. It takes about, no, he I, it takes no more than once a plane lands in Tulsa now, a major airport maybe. Maybe Dallas might take you 40 minutes from when you touch down. But here in Tulsa, you're off that plane and, and standing in the parking lot 20 minutes easily. I'll give you, I'll give you some wiggle room on Tulsa. Tulsa is a quick okay, airport. Well, that's what we're talking about here. I'm not going However, to Dallas. However, I still to think it's 40 minutes. You can think that all day long, but you're crazy. Okay, well, all right. I want you to come back and report to me. Was I right or wrong? You're going to apologize to me like a dog. I will apologize like a dog, but I'm telling you, if your friend is landing at 6:30 in the morning, you're wasting your time if you get there at at 6:40. You need to be there no later than uh, no earlier than seven if they're landing at 6:40, and they'll probably be waiting for you. I, I do love those cell phone lots, though. Well, what, that, did they not that have green? that back in the day? I guess back no. in the day you just looped the airport until. That's what, yeah. What did people do before cell phones when you picked somebody up from the airport? I guess you just did circles until you saw them. <laughs> no, I guess you parked and went in and got them. There was Maybe no so. uh, cell know. phone lot. Have you ever made the mistake of just trying to park there for about two minutes knowing they're about to come out? Yeah, they'll sc- start screaming at you. They will, and they yeah. don't play around. They're like, ah, <laughs> move, move, <laughs> ah. 98.5 The Bull. With Ty and Daniel. Hey, Daniel. You ever, uh, have you ever gone to Dave & Buster's? Yeah, it's the uh, the arcade for adults, but you can bring your kids. Well, it's for kids, but adults can go in there. Yeah, they have a bar, though. Sure. Dude. Um, whenever you open those doors going into the lobby part of it, they spray something, and there's a distinctive smell to Dave & Buster's, and those people are on to something by doing this. They spray some type of uh, a fragrance or air conditioner. It reminds me of... The Aria Casino in Las Vegas. They spray something in there. Oh, it's such a very distinctive smell that every time you open those doors and get that smell, it it does something to your brain. It's catnip for humans. It's got it for children at the very least. But yeah, like I need to talk to somebody that knows that works at Dave and Buster's or has worked there. 
and I researched it on the internet, but I, I swear to God it has such a distinctive smell, and I think that's to get into the children's brains so that they'll... I don't know, but I don't know how it would help because you don't smell the smell anywhere else. You just smell it at Dave and Buster's. So you think they must have done some research and found out that if we pump this particular fragrance into this area, people are more likely to hang out longer, spend more time playing games. I don't know. I don't know, but it just has such a distinctive smell. It reminds me of what, um, what is that store? It's Abercrombie and Fitch that they have their, their other version. <laughs> Abercrombie and Fitch? Their... For the other kid, the hustler or something like that. What's it called? Hold on. What? <laughs> it's like two the two clothing stores are owned by the same company. Mm -hmm. And the more expensive Hollister, that's what it was. And what <laughs> Hollister used to do is they'd spray all of their clothes with their cologne each and every day. So when you went in there, there was such a distinctive smell. And then when you picked out a shirt, it also had a distinctive smell. So I know companies are doing this. I'm trying to figure out what Dave & Buster's doing with that fragrance that they pump in. So they're they're zoning in on kids. It, it's an alluring scent to me as well. Wow. All right. Alluring. <laughs> okay. Dana has a crush on Dave & Buster's. Well, I don't have a crush on them, but I did uh, Caden's in town and also your little son. I took them for a bros night at Dave & Buster's yesterday. And, buddy, have you ever gone to the arcade? And especially not when you were a kid. You were able to go to the arcade and play so long that you got tired of video games. And that's what we did yesterday. Mm -hmm. Got us like 10,000 uh, tickets, and we got a sweet drone. Times have changed, though. I remember my dad giving me a, a roll of quarters, and that would last me forever. Oh, oh no, boy, no, no. Not anymore. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> $10 to get you. It was half price Three games. basketballs to throw yeah. for two seconds. But we got, uh, we, we played a ton, got this drone, and, uh, the maiden voyage. I had to do this thing. We all pull, pulled our tickets together, and I'm surprised your son went for oh, this. So you bought a drone with the tickets. That's right. There you go. I'm surprised your son went with this. I said, "All right, man. It's going to be like all three of our drones. We're just going to have to keep it at my house." He doesn't know that. Now that's my drone. <laughs> Did you fly it? Not yet. It, oh, okay. I was going to say it's going to crash immediately. I got to go to flight school. Yeah, these things are impossible to fly. I don't want to. Oh. This drone over the long run, because I'd saved up all my tickets from several trips. Drone's probably going to cost me five hundred dollars. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, you can you can cash your tickets in, but if you did the math, you pay, you paid all this money really to get just enough to get a, a bracelet. Is Dave and Buster's not a casino for kids? It is. You look around. There's no clocks. You can't see the exits. It's just like the all that stuff they say about casinos, just for kids though. I think they pump oxygen in there. <laughs> okay. Well, well, there you go. Daniel believes that uh, Dave and Buster's smells delicious. I got to figure out what they're spraying in there, man. 98.5 The Bull. What Alan Crone's saying is on 6, 109 heat index or something today. Here we go again. It's 98.5 The Bull with Tig and good morning, Daniel. I told you a couple of weeks ago in a news story we did that an article came out that said a hearing aid could reduce or slow down cognitive decline by 50%. So if you get older, you can't hear, it'll mess with your brain. Mess with it bad, right? 50%. Yeah. And I think you feel lonely and people get depressed right. over it because they can't hear conversations. So they feel very alone. You go to dinner, you can't hear people, so you just kind of sit there in your own little world and it's sad. Uh, but it's preventable because I read this article and I told my sister, I was like, we have got to get my mom hearing aids. She can't hear as well anymore. Uh, she had a stroke some years back and that's going to cause her to have some issues down the road. Let's go ahead and try to get a ahead of this. So she took her to Sam's yesterday, got some hearing aids for her. 
Uh, now, it did take a couple hours for the testing and all that. I thought it would be like a 20, 30-minute thing, but they got her in there. So you don't just go to Sam's and pull these things off the shelf. You There's a testing? Well, they do have some straight-up over-the-counters. Oh, okay. And those run, I think, anywhere from 2 to 4 to $600. You actually go get tested, though, as well, and they'll kind of get you really set up with some, some good ones. And that's what she did. I was worried about the cost because I had heard at some place that they're and they are up to $7,000. But the guy that she talked to, $2,000 or so, payment plan, $50 a month. Okay. A couple, not bad, right? Yeah, you can handle that. you got to hear what these things can do. Made me think about you. On an app on her phone, say she's in a crowded restaurant and having trouble hearing. Hits a button, drowns out background noise so she can hear what's going on at the table. Really? No, we need that. Yeah, we already need that because <laughs> we can't hear anything when there's noise around. Right. She's outside. It's windy. Button for that to drown out, you know, some of that kind of noise. On, you know, watching television. Boop. App for that. Uh, on her phone, the, it will ring in her ears. Yep. These things are amazing. They and are for, amazing. And if, you, if you're having trouble hearing, and which, Ty, by the way, in our industry here with these headphones we're wearing all the time, I mean... We're just yeah. going to have to look at it. It's just going to happen for us, right? My mom got hearing aids and used to, I would call her, and it was almost frustrating because she couldn't hear me. And then she's like, hold on, let me put it on speaker. And then I, I guess she would put it on speaker and hold it right to her ear and stuff. Mm -hmm. But now she's got these Bluetooth hearing aids. And it takes like a second for them to connect when I call her. There's something going on. So it rings, and she says, hold on, honey. And then, um, and then boom, she can hear me for the first time in years, really. And she can hear everything I'm saying, and it's really a miracle. I bet when couples, as they get older together and they can't hear each other, I bet there is a lot of frustration. I bet that leads to some divorces. Yeah, it's kind of a sad thing because I feel like if you can't hear people, you start to feel disengaged from even your own family because you just don't know what's going on. You ever do that thing if you're out with your mom in public and she can't hear you and you have to speak louder, but I don't know how to speak louder without sounding like I'm being a big jerk. <laughs> I was like, hey, let's go and eat over here. Huh? Let's go and eat over here. Huh? Let's go and eat over here. And then people think <laughs> I'm being mean to her. Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. You know, it's another miracle, Daniel, is that uh, they've got 0% interest right now at Jackie Cooper Nissan. You know, you read about the economy. I think the rates just went up again in the economy. and um, But somehow Jackie Cooper Nissan has 0% interest, and that's as good as it gets. That's the best deal you're going to find, and it's uh, on the rogues at Jackie Cooper Nissan, for example. Well, one way it can get better is that if you take a trade-in out there, they're going to look through the Kelly Blue Book and go, oh, okay, your car is worth X. All right. Now, I don't know if you know algebra or not, but are they going to take X plus $1,500? I see. Give you $1,500 more than it's worth. So 0% interest, $1,500 extra dollars. Why would you go anywhere else? I love my Nissan. I've been driving a Nissan for quite some time. I've been very, very happy with it. Um, I was surprised at how smart this thing is. You know how when you take road trips, you put on your cruise control? These Nissans now, you put the cruise control on, and if some trucker is going a little bit slower than you in the front, you don't have to stop the cruise control. It's, it just slows it down for you. It keeps you spaced out. And then if that trucker gets in another lane, it speeds you back up to the assigned No, I don't, speed. I don't have this. I have very frustrating. got to start all over every yeah. time because my car is old, you know. Get that Nissan. JackieCooperNissan.com. That's JackieCooperNissan.com.
be brutal today again. Uh, Alan Crow News on 6, 109 is how it's going to feel. Good morning. It's yeah, 98.5 The Bull. It's it's burning up outside. It hurts to be outside. I don't like it. Um, it's like a hairdryer even at 7 p.m. It's literally painful. And I love to be outside, but not now. I went over to Tig's house yesterday. I uh, picked his son up, took him to Dave and Buster's, brought him back home. Tig is then sitting. Uh, what is that, a love seat y'all have sitting there alone? A blanket draped over his lap. And I'm like, what are you doing? Daniel comes over and goes, why do you have a blanket? But it wasn't that I was cold. It was just, I don't know, there's some comfort in having a blanket on, right? It's 110 degrees outside. You're sitting there with a blanket. like Almost like if you see a movie where a, a, a very, very old man is in a wheelchair and he's got his legs covered up with a blanket. Yeah, kind of like that. And at first I thought, well, what is happening over here? Did we walk in at the wrong time or something while they well, were being Daniel, married or something? Daniel thought I didn't have pants on. Yeah, I thought... I thought y'all were trying to be married. Covered up my right, and then, uh, with and a then it turns out you're just uh, a very creepy old man. That it's 110 <laughs> degrees outside. Power pig, as I've now I now started to call you because you had keep your thermostat down to about what 70. Mm-hmm. So cold, you make it 70 degrees, and then you cover your legs with a blanket. It wasn't about the coldness; it was about security. You know what it provides, what it offers. Are you a little dirty power pig? Do you mean to suggest that I am not doing my... You keep it so cold in there, you need a blanket for your legs. Are you saying that other people are sacrificing by keeping their thermostats at 78, but since I'm at 70, that I am a power pig? A PSO power pig. Yeah, I got my my thermostat says on about 78, and I run a couple of ceiling fans. Listen to this. I'm trying to look out for people, but a PSO power pig over here. Oh, guess what I did? You get it cranked down and cover up with a blanket. I didn't even tell you this. You're not. You're gonna. You're gonna hate this story, but I don't care. So I'm watching my neighbor's cat because they're out of town, and this cat has one of those doors where it goes in and out, you mm-hmm. know, when it wants to. And I go over there and I open the door. It's hot inside that house. And I go, "What is this thermostat on? This guy's got it on uh, 78." So I just go. Click, 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 I feel bad for the cat. The cat cat's basically wearing a jacket all day. Are you telling me PSO Power Pig not only runs his about 70, <laughs> then he goes to people's houses that aren't home, breaks in. I feel bad for the cat. And turns theirs down, too. You're like a supervillain. I am. In a comic book. PSO P- Power Pig. PSO's going to, they love me. No, no, they don't. You're going to shut down the whole grid. Now, if my power goes out because of Power Pig, <laughs> I'm gathering a mob. We're coming to your house with pitchforks and Am I a dirty bird Power Pig? Little PSO power pig. <laughs> Are you not ashamed well, that you no, need that I you feel keep bad it so cat. That cat, I mean, it's sweltering in the house. The cat's got fur on it. Why don't you bring it over to your house? Don't be a child, Daniel. I was trying to protect the cat. Lay it on your little leg blanket. Don't you want to be attractive <laughs> at all for your wife? You sit there and cover up with a blanket on your legs, just your legs? Why can't I enjoy my life? Every time you come over, you got something to say. And I put a little Really thin blanket on my... <laughs> that makes it sound worse. I put a little thin, silky blanket over my legs. I don't see the problem. <laughs> but I will say... i got to get a studio silky blanket if you don't No, you will not. I will say that normally I disagree with PSO Power Pig, but an issue has come up that uh, I, frankly, I'm shocked, Tig. And if what you say happens happened with this restaurant that you called for your wife's birthday... Mm-hmm. Yeah, shifting gears here. I my, today's my wife's birthday, and I called the restaurant yesterday to see if I could make reservations, and they were so rude to me. At least I think they were rude to me 
that I'm considering not going. And typically, I would say, well, you're just a little silly power pig. But today, if what you bird. say is true, I 100% would advise you not to go. Where do you hear it? Well, let's, we got to get to that after we do this uh, legal ID. Though, That's type. moments away. Got a lot of pressure on me, Daniel. Today is um, my wife's birthday, August 3rd. And, um, and I... I asked people around town, I said, what would be like a good, unique experience and to do for a restaurant? And then people told me, and then I said, yeah, that does look fun. And it's a little bit outside of Tulsa. Good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull. And and then I kind of have a panic attack last night because I go, I wonder if I should have made reservations. It doesn't seem like a reservation place, but I would hate to get up there and not be able to eat. You know, Thursday, it, you know, you probably eat fairly early. I would I would also be right on the fence of do I need a reservation? Uh, However, I called him last night. Now I'm thinking about not going because of the way I was treated on the phone. I want you to explain what happened because I'm really shocked by this. And I have a few questions. So you call the place. We don't reveal the name of the place because I don't want to throw them under the bus. But it's a it's unique place. I mean, you could take them to the typical places. But I thought this was uh, this will be also kind of an experience as well as good food. And um, so I call the place because I panic. I go, oh, my God, I wonder if I need a reservation for this place. I call up there. Guy picks up the phone and he seems flustered already just picking up the phone. And I said, hey, uh, I, I need to come down there tomorrow afternoon, which is now today. And I said, about 6 o'clock, do I need a reservation? He goes, how many people you got? And I said, two. And he goes, first come, first serve. I go, okay, fair enough. And I go, but is it, like, busy, you know, or will we risk not getting a table? And I heard nothing back. The guy hung up on me after he answered the question. I think because when I look down on my iPhone, you know, if you have an iPhone, so I'm sitting there like an idiot trying to talk to the guy after he's already left the conversation. And I look down and I go, the guy hung up on me. Now, there is a chance, I guess, but that's a drop call. However, I'm at my house. I've got strong Wi-Fi. I've called a landline. What are the chances the guy didn't hang up on me? Isn't there a certain way that you can tell if someone's hung up on you or the call has failed? Doesn't it, it go like? Boop, boop, yes, boop, you're right. Boop. That's a good point. I didn't so, consider that. Let's first of all, we'll we'll do that experiment. Uh, we'll do that in a second here. Because if 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 he hung up on you, I would 100% say, don't go there. I'll never go there. Why? What do we like get dad bad for? And like, there's now, now that's a huge deal to us. Well, because back in the day, getting hung up on a major offense, not a big deal anymore, because you can just hit end or maybe you know the call drops. Back in the day, you knew you were hung up on. And if you ever hung up on somebody, it was a major thing. Like you took this big giant headset and you just slammed it onto this phone that went ding a little bit. Yeah. So getting hung up on is something to me that is just unreasonable, uncalled for. And uh, why would you go to a place that hung up on you? And secondly, I've never heard of a place going, oh, table for two? First come, first serve. I don't, that's the other thing that confuses me about that conversation he asked me how many people we had. To me, means that he, reservations may be possible there. But I said two, and he said first come, first served. So why did he even ask me how many people there were if it's first come, first served? Well, perhaps if it's a larger group. Maybe. But if the hanging up on, to me, is the major offense. Yeah. And uh, Daniel's telling me now. I mean, I'm advising <laughs> you to hung up me on not to take go. my wife to this restaurant anymore over this hangout. I wouldn't spend a cent there. Um, why don't we 
I'm going to try to – you're going to call here. Okay. But if he was on a landline and he hung up, it wouldn't do the beep, beep, beep. I think it's only if a cell phone hangs up on it. It didn't say called, call failed. It didn't say that. You know, a lot of times your cell phone would say call failed, which means to me the line – there's just tech – technology problems or something that it didn't say that the and, call just he just hung up and you um you didn't hear any click or anything like that no i didn't hear a click i'll, I'll say that because i continued the conversation without knowing the guy was already gone and i said something like oh first come first serve do you think i'll have to wait or and i'm just sitting there like an idiot talking to nobody and i look down the call's been ended hmm so he answered could, the question, hung up on me. I wonder if we could contact the phone company <laughs> to get yeah. them to pull. Well, like, I mean, because that's a big deal, right? There's you, there's so many great restaurants in Tulsa that for any kind of behavior like that, I, in my opinion, you shouldn't spend a, a cent with them. Now, he might have been having a bad day, but, you know, a lot of people in restaurants have bad days. Hanging up on somebody trying to make a reservation for dinner, unacceptable. <laughs> well, this is where me and Daniel differ in life. Well, we differ in a lot of ways, but um, you you don't you've never been married. You in relationships, I've seen you um, can't get past things, even little things. Thank you. Yes. Yes. And so it's my wife's birthday, so I'm thinking, do I just take the hit and swallow my pride and go up there, even though the guy hung up on me to make sure she has a good birthday? Daniel would do the opposite. He would ruin your birthday over a call. Oh, I can get you right now, and and I got. I already looked at a, a reservation app. I can get you different reservations. <laughs> but, but in this case, you're lobbying for it. Are we being? We we discussed this term the other day, middle aged mad. Yes, yeah, so and that's where when you get like Tiganized age, mid forties, sometimes things will make you irate. Little things too. Why way. don't we hear then from people listening? Nine one eight eight seven nine ninety eight ninety eight. 918-879-9898. Uh, we can hear from all walks of life whether or not, if you get hung up on at this particular restaurant, should you still go or should you maybe, is it all right to be middle-aged mad sometimes and not go? Okay, let's do that. 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. 5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Daniel says I should cancel plans tonight because uh, I think a guy was rude to me on the phone, but it's my wife's birthday, and I don't want to ruin her birthday over this guy being rude to me. I called a restaurant last night and said, hey, could I get, um, do I need reservations or can I just walk in? And he, he said, how many people do you have? I said, it would just be two of us, my wife and I. And he goes, first come, first served. Click. So what we're And I was sitting there is... like an idiot saying, well, do you think, is it going to be busy tonight? So I'm sitting there like a moron for 30 seconds trying to talk to the guy. I didn't realize he hung up 30 seconds before. That's a rude guy. My contention is there's so many great restaurants in Tulsa. I could name you 20 right off the bat of wonderful restaurants that you would enjoy, your wife would enjoy. There's no room in the restaurant scene around here for somebody to be rude to you. And if they hung up on you? Daniel says I should cancel birthday plans over this. You, you, you don't cancel. You make different birthday plans. Hey, good morning. Who's this? Carrie. All right, Carrie, you heard the situation. What should Tyke do at this point? Oh, I would not go. You're going to take the chance of her ruin or them ruining your wife's birthday. So your your submission is if they were rude to me on the phone, they're especially going to be rude in person and might mess up my wife's birthday. 
Uh, yeah, don't take that chance. Oh, my Find God. Find someplace else to take her. Well, think about this, Tug. Are you going to be able to get over it if you get there? That guy's there. Are you going to be able to get into a good place in your mind to be able to have an enjoyable time with your wife? Well, this is where I think that um, even though I will be upset, I'll have to put that I'll have to put that in a shelf somewhere far away so that my wife still has a good birthday and not be angry at the restaurant. Can you do that, though? Uh, do you think I can? No. <laughs> really? No, I couldn't. She's fired up like we are. Man, she's just as angry as you are. Well, I appreciate the call. <laughs> you bet. Have a great day. See you, Carrie. Bye. Hey, good morning. It's Ty and Dana. What's your name? Janet. Janet, what do you think Ty should do in this situation? He calls trying to make a reservation. He feels like he might have gotten hung up on. Well, I think it's a good chance he did get hung up on, but you got to remember that one person doesn't represent the whole restaurant, just like a somebody calls your station. They might get a jerk. You never know. And if it means that much to his wife, I think it's worth taking her and seeing what kind of experience you have. Should he try to fight the guy when he gets there? Um, if he has voice recognition, definitely. Okay, so she's saying be reasonable, Ty. Go up there. But if you see the guy, do try to fight him. <laughs> <laughs> and then and so my wife's birthday will be ruined as her husband gets beaten she, senseless she might find it to be very attractive and oh. if you were to try to fight the guy would you find that attractive if your husband took you out for your birthday and uh he tried to fight the staff <laughs> no because he would probably be stopping me from fighting the staff oh i see oh, look at her you're the uh, little tag team action y'all can all fight the staff like a big battle royale between you guys and the staff of the That's restaurant right. Hey, suck it up, give your wife a good birthday, and hope that guy was just a jerk. Okay, I see what she's saying. Maybe just, uh, we have that too in every business, you know, if somebody's having a bad day, and maybe, you know, the guy just hung up on me because he was frustrated, probably had steaks to cook or something. I don't know. But Daniel says I, I shouldn't I go. However, for 30 years. I taught school for 30 years, and if I was going to be mad, I'd be mad every day at everybody. I see. So you I just had to learn to pick my battles. I appreciate the call. Okay, thanks. So Daniel says I should cancel my wife's birthday because the guy uh, hung up on me last night when I called to try to make a reservation. Well, so far, we've got one call in favor of canceling the reservation. Well, or not that you even were able to make one because you were hung up on. You got one call that said, <laughs> don't go. You've got another call that said, do go. So if you were, if you feel like you got disrespected, would you still go to that restaurant? But see, the problem for me is, Daniel, I don't want to ruin somebody's birthday over that. So I don't know what you guys would do, but I'd love to hear from you. 918-879-9898. 9187. I, I got disrespected. And I, I kind of feel like I don't want to go, but then the, the cost is ruining a birthday. Or just changing the plans, which won't ruin it. 918 879 9898. Everybody knows when it's your spouse's or boyfriend or girlfriend's birthday, that's kind of being you know, a little bit of pressure on you. And uh, today's my wife's birthday, and um, I made. Well, I, I had an idea of what we should do, and Daniel says I should cancel all plans because when I called to make a reservation, they were rude to me and hung up on me. Well, you said, you know, don't patronize that business. They disrespected you, Tig. Don't give in to it. Cancel the plans. Here's my thing. There are so many great restaurants in Tulsa that if you call one and you say, hey, I'd like to make a table, uh, get a table for two, and they're like, first come, first serve, and click, hung up on you. That's what he said. You shouldn't go. I'm not saying cancel all plans. I'm saying change plans. If you're disrespected, um, why try to respect them back kind of thing? 
it's not even about respect. It's why would you give people money that, that hung up on you? And especially when they're it's yeah, Thursday the, night, it's not like Valentine's Day. It's Thursday night. You get a table just about anywhere tonight. In fact, I already looked. All the new restaurants in town you could get a table at. Well, here's the deal. Um, if it were just a random day and it wasn't a birthday or anything like that, I wouldn't go. I, I understand your logic. However, I don't want to ruin a birthday plan just because I got mad that somebody hung up on me. Would your wife be unhappy if you went to another restaurant? In fact, she doesn't even know what restaurant you she, had it's planned. It's a surprise. You're right. So then you can just say, you can say, yeah, this was the original plan. <laughs> Here we are. At, uh... <laughs> but so far this morning, we're deadlocked with callers. We've had one caller that said, go ahead and go. We had another that said, don't go. So now we need like tiebreakers. 918-879-9898. Good morning. Who's this? Hello. Hello. Hey, it's Ty and Daniel. Who's this? This is Haley. Haley, what do you think Ty should so, do in this situation? I am 100% person. I would have called the restaurant back. That's a good question, Ty. Why didn't you call back? You know what? It was an emergency. <laughs> I panicked last night. and an I got emergency. On, I got on Google and said, oh, my God, maybe I need a reservation. And it was about 9.57. The restaurant closes at 10. Oh, now we're learning a little bit more. So you call the very last second. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. And the guy now, said, oh, you know, it's first come, first serve, and then hung up the phone. Well, why didn't you tell us this to begin with, that you called the very I last second? I didn't know that second. was a relevant piece of information. Well, it is. Yeah, I guess I was that guy no, who called I right before they were trying to clean up. But I guess her question to you is, why didn't you call right back? Um, Because I ran out of time, I felt like. I mean, I didn't. It was almost 10 o'clock when I called. Okay, well, they close at 10. They're not going to dive out the door by 10.01. You can call back and be like, did you hang up Plus, on me? Plus, I was upset. I was mad, and I was trying to calm down for a second, too. <laughs> I appreciate the call. Yeah, thank you. All right, bye. Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Daniel says um, that I should cancel birthday plans. It's my wife's birthday today, and that's a lot of pressure on a husband. You know, I, I kind of feel... Uncomfortable. Daniel says I should cancel it because when I called last night to make a reservation, the guy was rude to me on the phone. I said you should amend. You should change birthday plans. Yeah, but I was really excited about this place because I heard such good things about it. And then I call up there and the guy hangs up on me. You get hung up on, buddy. That takes away all excitement for me. It wasn't like I asked him yeah, the wasn't theory of relativity. I said, hey, do you have two seats to eat at? And the guy hung, you know, he first come, first up, hung, hung up. I've never heard of a place that... It, and why was it on their website if this was a rule? But he called up, said, I got a table for two tomorrow. Said, uh, well, two's first come, first serve, click. To me, getting hung up on by a restaurant, unheard of. I would definitely change plans. There's so many great restaurants in the area. So you should, I shouldn't patronize a business that disrespected me. I wouldn't. Hey, good morning. Who's this? This is Jackson. What's up, ma'am? I was just listening about the uh, restaurant thing, mm -hmm. and I'm just curious, was that... I'm not going to say. <laughs> okay. Why, why, why do you say, why are you asking if it's Do you know something? I mean, I've had that same situation happen to me. Oh. Uh, it, at that yeah. place. Well. I, and I worked there for like 11 years uh, back in, when I was waiting tables and stuff. And Isn't it weird? There's how they are. a thousand <laughs> restaurants in town and he hears this story and says, is it So that they're known for being <laughs> like, they're known for being like that? Yeah, it's a family-owned business, and basically the guy who answered the phone was probably the son of. So he uh, is just trying to get through it, you know. So you've uh, been on, but, you've been on both sides. Uh, now that you know this information, you know the place. Should he cancel or continue on with the reservation? 
Is it worth going even with I rudeness? Think that you're going to have a good experience if you go out there. Uh, the man who answers the phone is the bartender and the owner's son. And like I said, that's just him. That's the way he is. He's, he's a nice guy. He's just hard to read. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Well, there you go, Tiger. I don't. I don't think you get any better amazing, though, that he that. hears yeah. this story and is able to zone in out of all the hundreds of places it could have been, and he said, mm-hmm. "Isn't that crazy?" Yeah. Uh, I worked there for quite some time, so I figured it was that. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. All right, buddy. Uh, Let's get your final decision. Play the drum roll and let us know what your final decision will be. Then we got to move on to Tim McGraw. Enough tomfoolery, Tug. What is your final decision? Play. I'm going to go. All right. It's settled. He's decided to move on. I think uh, the guy's having a bad night, and I've heard great things about the place, so I'm, I'm going to head You love your there. wife so much, you'll take it on the chin. Yes. Follow your pride and go. All right. What I'm worried about, though, is that guy will get worried that I was talking about him. And then, uh, oh, they're definitely messing with your food now. He's gonna, (laughs) (laughs) anyway, listen. Tim McGraw is going to be at the BOK Center in April. He's one of the biggest stars in the world on the silver screen and in music. And we got your tickets right now 918 879 9898. It is your wife's birthday, Brittany. So, all the answers will begin with the letter B for Brittany today. Wow, why why are you kissing up to her so bad? That's a just a, like a little birthday tribute, Tug. Would you all like right. me not to? Yeah, it's all right. The Bull. Right, here we go. We got Tim McGraw tickets. It's 98.5 The Bull and our bullfight, Dana. That's right, Tig. It's brought for, to you by yes, Optimum Complete. And uh, tickets to see Tim McGraw at the BOK Center in April. They say happiness, Tig, is something to look forward to. And wouldn't you look forward to seeing Tim McGraw performing live at the BOK Center? The best part? For free. Uh, we've got Chelsea on line one. She works at Amazon. Chelsea, how are you today? I'm good. How are you guys? What is your favorite Tim McGraw song? Ooh, um, they're all good. All right. <laughs> I like it. I love it. Got it. Blake is a construction <laughs> worker yeah. also here in Tulsa. I've got to ask, do you and uh, Chelsea know each other? No. I, I, no. I feel like some sparks no. are in the air this morning, Tug. These two. These two lovebirds. Wow. Are you saying they have chemistry? <laughs> I, hear, I detect a little chemistry. It's going to be difficult then for them to defeat each other and play against each other in the 98.5 The Bull fight. As I've said, it's Tig's wife's birthday. Her name is Brittany. So all the answers today begin with the letter B for Brittany. Are you guys ready to go? Yeah. Chelsea. This NYC thoroughfare is known for musical theaters. Broadway. Broadway is correct. Blake, this is the key ingredient in pesto. Basil. Basil is correct. Chelsea, this is Lincoln's assassin. Booth. Booth. John Wilkes Booth is correct. Blake. This is an often kissed Irish stone. On St. Patrick's Day, they might say, kiss the blank stone. Mm. Uh, Mm. Dang it. 
The old Blarney Stone. Blarney. Blarney Stone. Chelsea. This is what giant pandas eat mostly. Bamboo. Bamboo is correct. Blake. <laughs> this is a reading system for the blind. Mm. Forgot the name of it. Starts with a B. Braille. Braille is correct. Chelsea. Yeah. This is where Jesus was born. Bethlehem. Bethlehem is correct. Chelsea's got four. Blake's got two. Blake, this is a deer who is friends with Thumper. Bambi. Bambi is correct. Final question. Chelsea. This is a stereotypical French hat. Uh, beret? Beret is correct. Blake, this is the capital of Iraq. Uh, Bangladesh? That would be Baghdad. Baghdad. And with Baghdad. that, the final score... Chelsea, five. Blake, three. Uh, Chelsea got every single one correct. And uh, Chelsea, you know what happens if you get every single one right. I must now get down on one knee, reach into my vest, pull out a tiny velvet box that has an engagement ring, and ask for your hand in marriage. I'm so sorry I can't. I'm taken. What do you mean you're sorry you can't? Shouldn't you just be, like, glad you can't? You're right. Glad I can. <laughs> Her boyfriend's probably driving right now, and a tear's fallen like from like, his eyes after she said, uh, I'm so, so sorry. I'm so miserable, but I'm taken. Uh, well, Chelsea, you've got a tough decision to make now. Will you hold on to these Tim McGraw tickets, or will you give them to Blake, the construction worker? Blake, why should uh, Chelsea give you the tickets this morning? Oh, she might as well keep them. She beat me. All right. Awesome. Good sportsmanship there. Blake is saying, go ahead. Uh, you deserve them. You won fair and square. But, uh, Blake, don't worry. You've got another chance to play the 98.5 The Bull Fight tomorrow at 7.40, all thanks to Optimum Complete. That'll work. All right. Thanks, Blake. And, uh, man, stay cool out there. 109 is the uh, index today, what it feels like, according to Alan Crone for News on 6. Brutal. This is 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Dana. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Hey, good morning, guys. What's up? Oh, boy. <laughs> Is this your first day? I'm trying to learn how to work the phones after uh, three years here. <laughs> hey, what's up? A coworker, she listens to you guys constantly on your podcast, everything. She's like obsessed. She wanted me to tell you. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, well, is she there? We'll say hey to her. Yeah, she's here. All right, let's say hey to Sarah. Got that. I need, we need more people to listen to that podcast, Hello. Daniel. You know? Hey, Sarah, how are you? I'm good. So you how listen, are you? you listen to that podcast and you're not horribly disappointed every day? I listen to it all the time, and I think you should post them more. Okay, well, I try, oh, dude, I try to do it yeah. every day. I, everybody gets on me about this. I don't understand well, what's yeah, going on. Yeah, because you'll go like four weeks well, without posting dude, one every now and again. When we have a repeat, I don't put it back up like as a repeat. When you're out of work or, or you're out on vacation, I don't put those up. Okay, so I go on a four-week vacation sometimes? 
<laughs> well, Sarah, where do you live? Huh? Sarah, where do you live? Uh, I live in Claremore. All right, Sarah, well, I appreciate it, but she's right. Uh, you can listen to our podcast, Tiger Daniel, T-I-G-E and Daniel, wherever you listen to the podcast. Sarah, hope you have a great day, okay? Thanks, you too. Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going good there until you, you hit him with that where do you live question. You got to rephrase it. Like, hey, what city are you calling from? You're like, where do you live? Oh, well, you know I didn't mean any harm about I that. I know that you don't, but sometimes you do this like, where do you live? And remember that one time. Oh, this is the worst thing that's ever happened at work here. You got to learn me, to rephrase things. I can't. I mean well, but I'll say things in a, in a way that makes it so uncomfortable for people right. that there's something wrong with me. So, uh, Chubbs and Casey are next door. <laughs> Where they do, uh, they work over <laughs> K-Hits. And Tig was, and I'll say, and I'll agree with you, just innocently asking enough if Casey got a spray tan. Now, normally you'd say, like, oh, you got a spray tan? W that's what he should have said. Yes, I saw her, and she looked tan, and what I should have said was, hey, did you get a spray tan? Yeah. What he did say was, <laughs> do you spray tan your body? <laughs> So what you should have said was, oh, you get a spray tan? Not, do you spray tan your body? <laughs> I know, I blew it. I'm a, hey, I'm admitting. I'm not even trying to fight back on this one. That was, and I was so innocent, though, and I, I was just oh, sure. kind of curious about, oh, well, look, she's got a spray, kind of like you'd say, oh, you got a haircut. Oh, you got a spray tan. <laughs> do, you, do you spray your body? <laughs> I know. I don't know and why what, I said like, it like You that. know, when you have a huge fan that, that might like the show or like the podcast, and you, you don't go, you, it's like, hey, what city are you calling from? Not... Not like, where do you keep your panties? <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Just from now on, whisper it into my ear what you're about to say, and I'll be like, is it, is it okay? Okay. Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. You know what, Daniel? It doesn't matter where you live mm -hmm. when it comes to Red Mountain Weight Loss because they'll call you at your house. They'll send the packages to your house. Yeah. If you need medicine... To help lose weight. Yeah. And they'll say, they'll say like, hey, uh, what, what can we do? What are your goals? Not like, what do you want to do to your body? <laughs> they won't say anything like that. They're not like Tig. They're, they're, it was an accident. They're professionals. I didn't, I trying to be creepy. They'll call and they'll say, hey, what, what do you need? What are your goals? And they can set you up with a plan. If you need some medication, they'll send it right to your door. You don't have to go to the doctor's office. And uh, all from the comfort of your own home. Just dial pound 250 on your cell phone. That's pound 250, keyword red mountain weight loss. Pound 250, keyword red mountain weight loss. Ty, you might not know this about me, but I'm a bad speller. 98.5 The Bull. I can't spell very well. And I think because whenever smartphones came out and kind of took away the, uh, the need to just be a good speller, I kind of like just eliminated that part of my brain, like directions. I can't, I'm no good with directions now. I don't need it. I can put anything I want my GPS. You could read everything. However, if you had to write those same things, you would have misspellings Ugh. through. Ugh. Yes. Awful. I got you. High school in uh, Michigan, Trenton High School, had a sponsored sign put up on its football bleachers. It was supposed to read, Welcome to Trenton High School. But they misspelled welcome as W-E-C-O-M-E. Here's some people from the community talking about the misspelling. I mean, I drove by, and I was like, well, something doesn't look right. And then I was like, there's no L. My daughter sent me the picture, and she said that uh, there's a misspelling on Trenton football field. And she sent it to me, and I said, I can't believe they forgot the L. I don't know how <laughs> someone doesn't catch that. Spell check. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great idea, right? 
Do you think that's, that technology is good or bad for us? Spell check? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's good. You can see if you've misspelled words. But my thing is, you got to get this down. I mean, the community probably wouldn't care that much. It's going to be your rivals that come there. Because every high school's got that big rival, and I think I've determined what causes a, a rival high school. And it's whatever the one is the closest to your school, right? Oh, yeah. Usually geography uh, can play into that. And uh, that's a good point to make because when you have a rival, even though your rival might be great people and all that, you, you want to basically say, like, these are a bunch of idiots. And yeah. that will confirm it to the other team, and they'll just give them hell about it, And right? they will run with that for the rest of probably another decade. <laughs> That they misspelled welcome on a sign. Then whenever that, that school comes to that yeah. comes to their rivalry or whatever, then, then they're like, well, we come Trenton High School. You know how it is? Well, you know, I'm a huge college football fan, and every team has the same problems. I mean, you're going to have a kid that gets in trouble. You're going to have – but, you know, anytime that happens, even though your team may have done the same thing, you only focus on what the other team has done. And so if it says welcome without the L – you're right. They're never going to hit the end of this. It's going to be like they're never going to let it go. What's that guy? Uh, it was a college guy, and I think he got in trouble for stealing crab legs somewhere once. Uh, that was a guy named Jameis Winston. Great football player, but then he stole some crab legs. And then who did he play for? Uh, Florida State University. And who's Florida State University? Hmm? Who's their rival? Uh, well, it could be University of Florida. So probably they never heard the end of it. Oh, well, yeah, the kid, the quarterback, he was, I don't know, 20 years old, and he went in and took some crab legs out of kind of like a Reese's and, mm -hmm. and supposedly walked out with the crab legs. And and so people were giving up, like, a bunch of thieves over there at FSU, a bunch of, bunch of outlaws over there at FSU. It turned out that he would actually hadn't stolen, but it didn't matter. Once that story got out, that's all they talked about. And he played for Tally's University. So, you know, like, what? whenever the arrival <laughs> started to uh, hear about this, they really went for you. You know who that was good for, though, when he stole the crab legs? Crab leg industry? Yeah, because I heard that story. Then I'm like, you know what? I think I'd like offering some crab legs. I didn't go steal them, but then I put a, I flung a craving for crab legs on me. <laughs> they might have set it up, actually, Daniel. <laughs> Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. If you're looking for a gig, Tulsa Public Schools uh, seems to be looking for a lot of people. <laughs> listen, listen to this clip from News on 6. They might be freaking out a little bit over there. Uh, did you see? Brought to you by Paradise Beach Water Park. Schools is urgently looking for teachers before school starts in two weeks. Yeah. Thanks for staying with us at 930. I'm Craig Day. And I'm Tatum Gwynn. The district has 70 teacher jobs open right now. Oh Not much God. time to fill those either. <laughs> in two weeks, too, man. Didn't they always tell us not to wait till the last minute? Oh, you're saying there's an irony in the, the idea that yeah. a teacher or a school system now is waiting until the last minute. I think they're just having a hard time recruiting, right? Why do you think that is? I don't know if people are choosing different professions or the economy. I don't, I don't know. But um, you, if there's 70 jobs just in Tulsa public schools. That tells me that, first of all, they don't get paid enough money. And I don't know where you go to fix that. They don't get paid enough money. And then, secondly, during the pandemic and all that, I think they had to deal with the public kind of being mean to them, even though they didn't make the rules, whether or not the masks, all that, all that stuff. So I think probably they were just like, you know what? I am done with this. Not very much money. And then it's one thing dealing with kids. 
that's forgivable. Then dealing with rude parents, they probably like said, you know what, I'd rather do anything else. Mm-hmm. Could be, man. But uh, if you're looking for a gig, 70 positions open right now, and they need you within two weeks. So this could be pretty quick for you. Whew. Brutal. What, also, are they, what are they going to do? Guess who's going to the uh, Little League World Series? This also from News on 6. Team Oklahoma is headed to the national stage. It's one of the eight teams competing in the Little League Southwest Regional Tournament in Waco this week. Head coach Andrew Stevens says this is a familiar feeling as the team has made consistent appearances in years past. We want to continue to uh, advance as far as we can, and we want to, to make the past teams proud and, and get that opportunity. The All-Star squad features players from Bixby, Glenpool, Jinx, and Tulsa. Stephen says what makes this year's team different is that it has a secret weapon. We do have a girl this year. It's the first time that Team Oklahoma's ever had a girl. Carrie Weichel is that girl and is the first female in the 42 years of Tulsa National Little League Baseball history to be named to the roster. She says she found her love for baseball as a youngster. I started T-ball when I was three, and uh, then I moved it, I played a little bit of T-ball softball, but I didn't like it as much as baseball, so I just stuck with baseball. Good for Carrie. Making history going to the World Series with a Little League team from Oklahoma. How about that? Nice. Tell you now who's not having a great week is that uh, Lizzo. Did you see that uh, people are saying she's very arrogant, hard to work with. Uh, there's some accusations that uh, she's mean to her dancers, um, bo- uh, body shames them. You, you remember Lizzo came to BLK Center not too long ago. She's also the lady that played that uh, – that very old flute. Wasn't it like George Washington's flute that she played? And people were like, ah, don't touch that flute. <laughs> somebody somebody from uh, our past. Yeah, it's a 200-year-old flute. I do my head toss, check my nails. Baby, how you feeling? Head toss, but she's mean? Baby, how you feeling? Right now, she's getting battered by lawsuits from three of her uh, former dancers that uh, she's not nice to them ridicules them, body shames them, and I thought, how big do you got to be to get body shamed by Lizzo? It's funny how when people, when you look at celebrities, they create this persona in a sense, but you don't really know if they're good people or not. Um, An example would be, and I didn't see this show a whole lot, uh, but Ellen DeGeneres, people Mm -hmm. went nuts for her and she gave away cars or whatever. Then it turns out she had a difficult time with her employees too. I think it's kind of like you love the show Breaking Bad, just like I do. Whenever uh, Walter White started to make all this money, he became arrogant and he's like, say my name. You know, how could you not? You're bringing in millions and millions of dollars. I'd imagine it'd be difficult not to get a bit of an ego on you. Do you um, do you know who disappointed me? And I love this guy. I watched a show called Ozark, and I just, like, I became a fan of this guy, which is rare for me to just start getting into somebody but jason bateman i thought he did such a good job in that show and then i hear this podcast he's on he's a bit of a brat well he's playing around that's i know what you're talking about there's an hbo series where he's really dry and all that it kind of disappointed me because i had this idea that this guy was super sweet and a bit of a jerk well he's playing it's he and his three best friends playing around and I'll defend Jason Bateman. I will not defend Lizzo because she sounds like it's pretty rough. In fact, there was somebody trying to make a documentary about her, and the the director, like, walked off of the whole thing because Lizzo was mean to her. I haven't heard Lizzo's side of it, but not having a very good week. Did you see this also, Tig, that um, 
couple of exercises. A study found these are the two best exercises for lowering blood pressure. How's your blood pressure? Not great. I have to take medicine for it. That's HIPAA. You don't have to say that. Okay. But it's not good? <laughs> uh, it's good now, but... A study found that the best exercise for lowering blood pressure are planks and wall squats. I ain't doing that no matter what. Doing them regularly can lower your top number by around eight points and your bottom number by four. Why would you not do a plank or a wall squat? That sounds hard. I like it when... Yeah, what a hard exercise to lay When I go to the there. doctor and they say, listen, you need to, uh, you know, work out and stuff. I go, I don't think so. But they have medicine that can fix that for you. So why not just give me the medicine? Or is that a bad strategy? You're debating the benefits of exercise. Haven't I told you before that doctors have said the best thing you can do for your health, even above quitting smoking, even above drinking or quitting drinking, the number one thing you can do for your health is get 30 minutes of some type of exercise a day. And it could just be walking. And I do that. You don't walk, no, 30 minutes a day. Buddy, yes, I do. No, you don't. I don't, I don't you, walk, walk, but I go out in the yard, and I'm throwing the football, and I'm swimming, and all that stuff. You walk out in your yard and swim, even though you don't have a pool. See, you can't <laughs> believe anything you say. <laughs> you don't think I go to somebody else's pool, baby? You act like you're Richard Simmons doing all these aerobics. I, I kind of am, and minus I'm like, the glitter. So I say to you, Ty, what's your exercise regimen? Well, I walk out in the yard, pick up <laughs> sticks. You don't get no 30 minutes of exercise a day, but that That's is the number one. Ty, go ahead with your dumb stories. Look at you. Look at a mirror if you think you get 30 minutes of exercise a day. That's hurtful. Well, you got the body of E.T. You know, no offense. <laughs> no offense taken. <laughs> 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Daniel, do you think it's unprofessional the way I behave at work sometimes? Because um, I've got a question for you because something I'm thinking about doing in just a few moments. At work. Are you referring to something I'm to wear flip-flops, or you mean something that you do as far uh, as not clothing related? Well, it's 109 degrees today, heat index. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm wearing flip-flops today. However, I forgot we're supposed to do some kind of video today. Okay. And uh, I'm thinking about going and washing my hair in the sink. Okay. And the restroom. Yeah. Why? Why would you do that? Because, um... I'm wearing a, I put on a hat when I got up this morning, and then I have hat hair, and now I want to undo hat hair. Well, can I just let you know that we're doing something for coaches who care, and uh, it's just a video for that, recognizing. Coaches in the community that people have uh, really liked or been, have been inspired by, right? And uh, today's Coach Stephen Briggs, or Steve Briggs from Claremore, and we're going to make this video kind of like, you know, congratulations, uh, Steve, you won a gift card to Stuart Martin Kubota. I feel like this is a, a video that's not a formal video, and it's for a coach, and don't coaches often wear hats? That's a good point. So I you're, think you're all right with that. I don't think I think your outfit will be fine for that. Now, if we were doing a, a memorandum or whatever, memoriam, whatever it's called, <laughs> then maybe you'd want to take off the okay. hat. But. So I don't need to, because I was really considering going. I, what happened was, Daniel, I, um, I was walking around the building, and I saw myself in a mirror, mm -hmm. which is always bad. And I thought, well, I look like... A vagrant. Maybe I should pep it up a little bit for a video today. Is it? You still didn't answer my question. Is it unprofessional? <laughs> I'm trying to think of people who work at like lawyers' offices and stuff. Is it unprofessional yeah. for me to go wash my hair in the restroom? Uh, I would say yes. Okay. It would be. It's going to be uncomfortable for the people in there defecating and urinating to see you <laughs> washing your hair, and I think it's going to be 
uncomfortable for you to have to be amongst that washing your hair. Because then they're going to have to, when they're done, hopefully go wash their hands. And then you're going to be in the sink next to them. But I'm hogging a sink. Yeah. Right. So if I were you, at the very least, if you go up upstairs and use on six, they do have like a uh, dressing room area that's got a one of those chairs that you can sit back and put your head down and have your hair washed. Like when you go to the barber or hairstylist, they got the, and they had that little thing for your neck that's right. cu- cut out of the sink. Yeah, there's one of those upstairs. Will you so. wash my hair? I don't think I'm going to do that. I can't lean back and wash my hair. I'm not. We're not there. Well, we're not that close yet. I don't think so. I can't wash your hair, dude. That's intimate. <laughs> don't you think? Yeah. You know, uh, I got to agree. I don't think I want you washing my hair. I probably wouldn't wash your hair. And the reason I don't want to wash your hair is because I go to this place to get my hair cut. I don't mind giving him a shout-out. It's uh, Adam Orr or Salon. And he will wash my hair sometimes. And I caught myself one day. He was washing my hair, and it felt really good. I closed my eyes for a minute. <laughs> And I felt really uncomfortable. <laughs> Dude, rubbing yeah. your head? Yeah. All right, well. Have you ever had one of those, like, hair washes, by the way, and then it feels really good, and you're like, uh-oh. I did. What, what's going on here? I did, and um, every time they say, it doesn't matter where I go, they say, do you want to wash? And I always decline. But uh, you apparently are into it. No, I'm not. I was just like, whoa, wait a minute here. Well, I remember um, I went to a guy, and it's the same guy you're talking about, and he said, uh, you know, you want me to wash your hair? And I said, eh, I don't think so. And then he kind of uh, said, Let, let's just go do it. And I did. <laughs> you ever, you ever like pet your dog in the right spot? It starts like kicking its leg or whatever. Yeah, what is that? I almost started to do that. Oh, my like, God. I gotta you get are, out of here. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Tig and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Daniel, you know what you can do uh, with almost no discomfort, is lose weight up to 20 pounds in 30 days with Red Mountain Weight Loss. How about that? Yes. Uh, when's the last time you got on the scale and you were 20 pounds less than you are right now? It's like a, a time feeling. machine. Mm-hmm. Red Mountain Weight Loss, uh, if you dial pound 250 from your cell phone, they will have a doctor video call you. The doctor will say, hey, uh, what do you want to do here? What do you want to accomplish? You let them know, and they'll set up a plan, a roadmap for you, if you will. If you need a medication, they'll mail it right to your door. You never have to leave the house. Pretty good stuff because we're so busy in life that going to the doctor and waiting in a waiting room and then they're running behind and all that. No, Red Mountain Weight Loss, they just call you. If you say 10 o'clock this day, they call you at your house and then they mail you the medication. You don't leave during this process at all. You just stay home and then you start losing weight. Red Mountain Weight Loss, dial, dial pound 250, keyword Red Mountain Weight Loss. That's pound 250, keyword Red Mountain Weight Loss.